Our next guest, uh, we're going to hear from Kane's mom, Christy. Kane is eight years old um, and uh, had a congenital heart defect and congenital scoliosis diagnosis. So what does that look like for treatment? Um, Kane was also born premature um, and spent 54 days in the NICU. Uh, so first of all, Kane's mom is with us, Christy. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, just, I mean, just four pounds at birth and spent the first couple of months of his life in the stallery. Tell us what that was like. Well, it's, he's with me right now, and he heard you say 54, and he went, 54? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was a part of our life, but it wasn't. Like, that's not something he remembers. He sees pictures. But um, we, yeah, we spent 54 days. We weren't expecting to be in the hospital. Um, we knew there was something going on with his heart, but we didn't know what. And so it was all like really fast and then waiting right just waiting to learn to eat to breathe on his own and to grow so we could take him home <laughs> and it sounds oh. like he's doing pretty well right now he is doing really well he's in grade two here and we actually live in canmore now okay all right um so just uh, how long of a process was it to get him from there to where he is now and what kind of things did you guys have to go through yeah, so that first two months in the NICU, uh, following that, we just kind of were seeing appointments. We were being followed by cardiology and the scoliosis clinic um, kind of every six months just to check in on things. When Kane was a year, we found out that his congenital heart issues had resolved themselves on their own, but they found another uh, kind of more drastic cardiology issue and they needed to do a surgery within that um, within that month. So we had a heart surgery around his first Christmas. Um, wow amazing in the hospital only for four days and he was back home which is phenomenal um and then we went back to just kind of having appointments on regular intervals checking out different things that were going on for him um and when he turned six we found out he was going to need another heart surgery for another issue so last september 2019 we were in the hospital for that surgery and that surgery things didn't go quite as expected and they needed to go back in and do a pacemaker three days later so we call him iron pain it's been quite the journey then christy i mean we talked earlier this this morning um with another guest about how you know when you're expecting a baby all you want is is for that little one to come out and be healthy and be okay what is that like when he comes out at 32 weeks and it's been it's been several issues that you've had to deal with i mean you're just thrust into the reality of now having to take him to the hospital having to go through these procedures does it feel surreal and and how valuable is it to have the stallery be the support that you have to take him to the stallery was an amazing support so we First, kind of as we get thrown into it, realizing that social workers are also at the hospital and can support that process. So learning about social work in the NICU and what they can do when you are um, just learning how to have a baby at home like that. Um, The other really huge support that I... Well, for, they'll forever have my heart is child life at the Stollery. They do amazing work to support kids, um, siblings, and parents in really understanding about procedures, what to expect, how to make it a little bit easier. And I think that medical play piece is a really important thing for kids to understand what's happening and to be able to ask questions that are developmentally appropriate and get answers that... Um, it might involve dolls and putting like when before Kane had his last heart surgery when he was six and his brother was four, we 
met with Child Life ahead of time and they had dolls and they had iPads and they were talking about what things were like and they brought a bunch of medical equipment so we could kind of play with it and test it out and I think that opportunity is huge. Yeah, just remove some of the unknown and, and, and the fear that goes along with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, Michelle, thank you so much. I'm glad to hear Kane in the background there. Sounds like he's a, a going concern for you, hey? <laughs> yep, he keeps us busy. <laughs> as he should, as he should. Great. Thanks so much for spending some time with us, Michelle. Really appreciate it. Christy, that's Christy. Christy, Christy, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading off the phone bank. I've got too many things going on here at once. I've completely lost track. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Christy. Okay. Have a wonderful day. You too, Christy. Take care. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.